Welcome to the Ketones and Coffee Podcast with Lawrence Munaig, where we explore the ketogenic lifestyle and how it can improve your physical and mental health. Each week, we bring you valuable insights and advice from experts to help you on your journey to a healthier lifestyle. This episode is brought to you by BasicKetogenicLifestyle.com, where Lawrence coaches individuals with depression to reverse their symptoms and achieve a healthier, happier life using an evidence-based approach. So sit back, relax, and join us as we dive deep into the world of ketones and coffee. Subscribe to the Ketones and Coffee podcast today and never miss an episode. A typical appointment would just be, how are you doing? Okay, let's check basic vitals and stuff. And they have these neurological tests pushing on hands and stuff. And then they just ask, how are you feeling? And I'm like, okay, do you have any seizures? No, I didn't have any in the past year. Okay, how do you feel about your medication? That was the one since I was a child I never understood. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? And they said, do you feel you need more or do you feel you need less? I was like, well, you're the doctor. <laughs> you went to school for This like, episode is brought to you by Basic Keto Box. Basic Keto Box is a premium subscription box for keto dieters. It offers a wide variety of keto-friendly snacks delivered right to your door. Not only that, with your subscription box, you also get a 30-day meal plan that includes breakfast, lunch, and dinner, complete with macronutrients in every meal. We have an exclusive deal just for Ketones and Coffee podcast listeners. Receive an extra 20% off with your first month subscription. Head on over to basicketobox.ca to subscribe today. Hey guys, welcome to the Ketones and Coffee podcast, where I bring in guests to discuss their own personal experience with a ketogenic diet. Hey guys, this is Lawrence and welcome back to the Ketones and Coffee Podcast and thank you so much for tuning in. I know everyone here that's listening are here because you want to create a sustainable, healthy lifestyle through the ketogenic diet and every single week I try to bring in guests that not only has the knowledge but these individuals has also been through the same trials that we all have been through when it comes down to our search for a better health. We get together in hopes to assist you on your own journey. I'm so excited for this. Our guest today Day is a health coach. She specializes in helping women who are struggling with metabolic syndrome, insulin resistance, and many others by, by applying ancestral, ancestral way of eating. I'm so excited for this. I'm here with Coach Jen Winkler. Coach, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Lawrence. It's great to be here. Thank you. Coach, I'm truly honored to have you here. Love your story because I've always known that keto or carnivore could do so many great things for our bodies and i've only read articles about epilepsy in kids and how effective uh keto or carnivore is to treating that but i finally have somebody that lived that journey so thank you so much for coming on and um i appreciate you yeah absolutely thank you so much so um no, you're welcome. And thank you. And I'd like to get into your story with epilepsy that started very early with bouts of epilepsy at mainstream medicine and to changing your life completely. We will get to keto or carnivore in a minute, but I'd like to dive in and understand that your first episode was when you were in fifth grade. Since then, mm-hmm. um, you've been on meds, came a point where the medicine to treat your condition is causing some insulin resistance and other side effects, which also led you to switching medication again that led things uh, getting a lot worse. Um, talk about that time from your first episode and the events that follow. Yeah, absolutely. So when I was, like you said, in fifth grade, it was my first seizure. I was in a uh, computer class and it was those, this was in 1995. So it was those old green screen types that were very flashy, um, like little strobe lights here and there. So when we went, when I went to the ER, the doctor wasn't sure exactly what I had. Um, he said it may have been a seizure. It may have not been. Maybe I passed out. So they disregarded it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was like maybe two or three months later at my friend's sleepover you're in fifth grade, you're not going to sleep, you're going to have fun all night. Um, So I didn't sleep at all. But by the time I got home, and I was actually the car ride home, also, I noticed some issues um, that I couldn't focus and I couldn't think straight. But when I got home, and I was in um, my bedroom trying to tell my mom about it, all of a sudden, I couldn't talk, my arm froze. And um, yeah, and then went into a full grand mal seizure. So 
then at the hospital, because it was two episodes Mm. pretty close together, um, that's when I got the diagnosis of epilepsy. I was on um, one medication of Tegretol Mm. for a very short time, like two weeks. And then they switched me to Depakote, which I was on throughout until high school. Mm. I still had seizures between fifth grade and high school. Um, but every time I had one, the doctor's protocol was just, okay, let's up the medication, up the medication. And it eventually got to an amount that I was just constantly gaining weight and I was getting unhealthy. Mm. I was getting acne, insulin resistance, which the insulin resistance really was probably the bottom line of all the other side effects. Um, at that time, that medication was deemed a very safe and effective medication. Since then, that one is now used minimally in only extreme circumstances. So it goes to show too where Mm. pharmaceuticals eventually evolve as more evidence comes. So yes, I got the insulin resistance in 2003 when I was in college. um, I was driving to my college and I got like a severe pain on my side and it was severe pancreatitis from that medication. Mm. Um, So they knocked me out for a whole week. I have no idea what happened during that week when I woke up is when they switched me to a new medication again. Mm. I had another five seizures after that. So they had to switch me to another one in a dual medication. Um, And I was on that for a while. But I started getting other side effects, like feeling like a seizure was going to come on, which is what they call an aura. So I would get all those kind of things. And um, again, they kept upping it. And before I knew it, like once I was engaged in 2000. 13. Mm. And even a little before I didn't, I didn't notice all this until hindsight. But my anxiety and my mental state had just increased exponentially. Mm. And um, once we were engaged, and uh, married, and then I was about to get pregnant, or we were going to start trying, they had my medication just like, actually above FDA recommend uh, recommendation. Mm. So I just stuck it through, through the pregnancy. Thank, thank God it was a healthy pregnancy. Um, I did gain almost 80 pounds during the pregnancy, which is not healthy, but um, that's where I started kind of trying to find something different to do. And, and I did hear about ketogenic when I was in college, but when I asked my neurologist, they just said, Oh, that's only for children with epilepsy. You can't mm. do that. I was like, okay. So oh, that why was can't, the- why can't you do it? Did you ask? Um, no, I think back Mm. then I was very trustworthy of doctors. Mm. So I was just like, okay, that's what you say. Mm. And there wasn't as much stuff out on the internet back then as there is. Yep. So anytime I tried looking some stuff up, it was always, okay, it's just for children. It's just for children. And, but it it is a very solid question. Mm. Um, and I think like what I hear now of people the way they used to the, why they used to say that is because chill when they do it with children they can be in a controlled environment mm-hmm. they can leave school for a little bit and stay in the hospital while they implement a very strict ketogenic mm-hmm. diet it's not the typical keto you hear out there with the mm-hmm. keto ice creams and yeah. some of the processed foods so i think that was kind of their mentality of it mm-hmm. They eventually did roll out with modified Atkins for adults. John Hopkins has used it Mm -hmm. with many adults with epilepsy with success. Mm -hmm. So they realized later on with adults, you don't need it to be as strict Mm -hmm. as with children. It's just controlling the carbs Mm -hmm. to get your body into a state of ketosis. So you're getting those ketones to the brain. When did you, Uh, sorry to cut you off. When did you you realize that... um, these meds are causing anxiety or um, it, even, you know, yeah. l- low self-esteem. Yeah. yeah. It was the whole thing. Panic attacks. I couldn't drive anymore. Mm-hmm. So this was after I had my son in 2016. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was just a postpartum thing, mm-hmm. but it wasn't going away. And um, I would say like the end of 2000, sorry, Probably about six to eight months after giving birth, mm-hmm. I realized this isn't changing. Mm-hmm. We, I wasn't breastfeeding anymore. There wasn't as many hormonal changes. My cycles weren't getting back to normal. So I started low carb first mm-hmm. just to get the weight off. Um, it helped a little bit, but it wasn't helping with the mindset stuff, with the, the panic attacks, anxiety attacks. 
So we had watched the magic pill on mm. Netflix back then. And, and when I say we, I mean my husband and myself. Uh, and it was, it was pretty life-changing. A lot of, I don't care for documentaries very mm-hmm. much because a lot of them are pretty subjective and have a narrative, mm-hmm. but this one I felt was just the facts. There mm-hmm. were personal stories, mm-hmm. a girl with autism, I think a diabetic, and I can't remember the third one, mm-hmm. but the girl with autism just struck yeah. me of going from nonverbal to verbal. So my husband and I, we knew we weren't living healthy. We're like, let's just try it. You know, he was going to try juice cleanse mm-hmm. for his colitis and He's so thankful yeah. now he didn't do that. Is this you now looking for more other solution? Yes. Yeah, okay. this was me just trying to find something else. Low carb was kind of helping, but it, I didn't have the energy. My anxiety was still there. Now what so, sorry, what now what yeah. got you there from is this is this the uncertainty that I know you talked about um your medical professional on how to treat this disease i heard you talk about switching meds without going into proper procedures or testings ecg or etc is that part of that of why you're looking for more solution um no that came later on Mm. so um i did talk to my neurologist prior to that yes Mm. you're right because i was trying to find i I asked her again this was a new doctor like what can i do and all Mm. she knew was modified atkins Mm. like and she didn't have any guidance any dietitians anyone to send me Mm. to so I see where you're asking it, it. I just kept going doctor to doctor to doctor for so many different issues, mm-hmm. gut issues, um, anxiety, the depression, mm-hmm. not just the epilepsy. Um, and it, they kept coming to a roadblock. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what's wrong. And no one ever thought to think, could it be the medication itself? Mm-hmm. Could it be mm-hmm. too much for her? Could it be a bad match? Something. Yeah. Cause so- I understand it because you not, taking any tests and them just switching meds like that without any proper testing will make right. anyone think that what's the basis of this or am I just um, putting into trials at this point, right? No, exactly. It's And it's hard because in the, in the neurology field with epilepsy, mm-hmm. a typical appointment would just be how are you doing? Okay, let's check basic vitals mm. and stuff. And they have these neurological tests pushing on hands and stuff. But they don't. Um, the, and then they just ask, how are you feeling? Mm. And I'm like, okay, do you have any seizures? No, mm. I didn't have any in the past year. It's, okay, how do you feel about your medication? That was the one since I was a child, mm. I never understood. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? And they said, do you feel you need more? Or do you feel you need less? Wow. And I swear, every appointment this happened, Lorenz, it was so strange to me. And I always complained about it. And it still kind of happens here and there. It's a little bit better with my new neurologist. But I was like, well, you're the doctor. <laughs> you went to school for like, what, 15 years? Like, please tell me. And there wasn't many, ba- many tests. It's um, Yeah, it's just throwing things on the wall and hoping one sticks. Did you feel that way? Yeah, no, it totally did. So, yeah, I mean, I just got to the point of I needed to take it in my own hands Mm -hmm. um, and just try something. I knew I wanted to do it correctly. Mm I don't I'll be honest. I don't think I searched hard enough for Mm -hmm. someone that could coach me or guide me through it. Uh, So I just want to start myself Mm -hmm. because I didn't know who to trust anymore. Yeah, it's it's. It's a common theme for a lot of people where you get to that point where enough is enough. I feel like you're at that point in this story. But uh, the difference is with you and others is uh, you had recognized that you had to look someplace else because this path isn't doing you any good, both mentally and physically. It, It seems like the doctors are unsure of themselves and uncertain of medication or what medication to give you because if they were, then they wouldn't have to switch medicines back and forth so for some people they don't maybe they just trust mainstream you know medicine or they're just simply afraid of you know taking things in their own hands and and i think that that was the main difference uh with your story and what was it that kept you looking for this solution Hey guys, let me tell you about this delivery service that's been a total game changer for my lifestyle. Did you know that it's now possible to get local fresh groceries delivered right at your doorstep? 
Well, Instacart gives you unlimited grocery delivery for one low monthly fee. And if I can avoid buying non-keto-friendly items from supermarkets who psychs you into buying unhealthy foods, plus if it saves me a lot of time and money, sign me up. Instacart is hand-selected by shoppers based on your preferences, so no more rock-hard avocados, and they will keep your eggs safe too. And Instacart will find everything you usually buy and get smart suggestions for new items. And you can get your first order today delivered for free when you purchase over $35 by following the link on the show notes below to let Instacart know that I sent you and to help to support the show. Instacart, never step foot in the grocery store again. To find the keto solution mm-hmm. or just uh, dietary? For your, for, uh, for your episode, for your, the epilepsy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just, you get to a point where you feel like you've tried everything. Mm. You know, like I said, I was going to different doctors all the time and I wasn't finding any solutions. Mm. So, yeah, it just, it made sense to me. And I know autism and epilepsy can be related. So when I saw the results in that, in that child mm. on... Uh, the magic pill mm-hmm. changing from nonverbal to verbal and her everything exact like I always use the word anxiety but mm-hmm. she seemed very um off the almost like ADD ADHD she couldn't mm-hmm. stop moving and all of a sudden there was a calmness about her and and the more I read I knew from years ago mm-hmm. ketogenic work with children but no one could tell me why it wouldn't work for adults mm-hmm. okay would it be difficult yes but would it work so I mean, we tried it. My husband supported me. He's like, yeah, let's do it. You know, and um, it, for him, he got a change in his colitis within five weeks. Wow. His colitis was gone. He was in the middle of a major flare up that was lasting two to three months. And he has not had a flare up in three months. And he's off of all his medications. So he was a little more lenient, which he could be because mm-hmm. he's very active. For myself, I wanted to make sure I did it right. I got the ketone monitor. I use Keto Coach. And if, if anybody wants that, they can go to my bio and I have a link for it. Mm-hmm. But I use that to check my beta hydroxybutyrate in my blood. Uh, at first, it was very tricky of figuring out what to make and make sure I don't go too much fat or you know too little protein or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, again, I used an app to track those macros. And and I started shedding the weight, which was a great side effect of it. Mm. Uh, my brain started getting clearer. Mm. So at first with keto, it was it was great. It was a wonderful transition feeling that I could think straight, mm. that I could I wouldn't have panic attacks mm. as much. I could drive again mm. because I didn't feel like I was going to crash driving. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was a lot that helped my mood mm-hmm. and my patience. As weird as that sounds, I could be patient with my son more and more understanding. Um, there was still something. Well, let me backtrack for a second. So the ketones were good for a while. I usually mm-hmm. try and have what's called a GKI index or a GK index mm-hmm. of 3.0 or lower. So trying to keep my sugar down and my ketones up just around there. And then I get the therapeutic purposes. But um, being three years into keto, I was noticing my ketones were dropping. I tried upping my fats. That's Mm. the typical recommendation. But it was just making me gain more weight, which makes Mm. sense. So there were a lot of little things like that. There was, um, which they do say once you're keto adapted or fat adapted for a long time, mm-hmm. if you measure ketones, they're going to start going down. Your body's utilizing them more. Mm-hmm. But for myself, for therapeutic purposes, I needed them to be higher. So I decided, I, I know my insulin was being a little funky still. It wasn't as bad as before, but it wasn't at where I wanted it to be. So I said, you know, what? I'm going to try carnivore, see if there's some of these keto mm-hmm. foods that are kind of setting me off. And then I'll slowly introduce stuff. I'll use it like an elimination diet. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, my first week of carnivore, my ketones were like 3.0, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. It's it's showing my my body's burning that fuel. Mm-hmm. I felt so much clearer. I, like mm-hmm. it's one of those things you don't know what you have until you have it, or you don't know what you don't have until you lose it, kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, yeah. I, I never knew I could be this much. Like my yeah. brain just. This makes me want to try carnivore now because I've oh, been thinking it for so long and I've, I know 
the benefits i have researched the benefits i've talked to many carnivores and i've i've yet to dive in so please yeah please do continue yeah no absolutely it's actually much easier for me too so my fast the ability to fast mm -hmm. has gotten much easier so i can do a 24-hour fast with ease mm -hmm. no struggle no nothing since doing carnivore And I do keep the macros um, pretty similar that I used to before for my situation. I prefer not to share my personal ones because everybody's different and they try being like, oh, she's doing this. I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. So, no, I don't share those things. But it's the same macros. I still have a pretty like a high fat, some medium protein, pretty zero carb, except mm -hmm. if I have some dairy. My dairy is very minimal. I might have some Tillamook cheddar cheese with a burger, a burger mm. once in a while, but I'm not like doing tons of heavy cream mm. or lots of mozzarella or any of that. It's just amazing ground mm. beef. Like I know you interviewed Katie Kelly mm -hmm. not too long ago, the little bit of fit and she does the um, meat bars. And I love those like in the air fryer, you just take ground beef, yeah. put them in the air fryer, put them in. Yeah. I put a ton of salt and it's, Yeah. It's such an easy meal, a pound of meat right there. And I'm satiated mm -hmm. until my next meal. Um, and yeah, I do probably about 80 to 85% beef, mm -hmm. different cuts. Uh, I make my own burgers like with liver because mm -hmm. I, I do want those. I know there's like controversy with mm -hmm. liver right now, mm -hmm. but I don't have any ill effects from it. I don't do it often. I take three-fourths ground beef, one-fourth liver, mm -hmm. put them in a food processor, make my own burgers, freeze them, and take one out probably every two weeks, two to three weeks. And it's like a amazing uh, mm -hmm. uh, vitamin, like mm -hmm. a multivitamin right there that more than you can get in any mm -hmm. multivitamin. So um, yeah, I do a lot of those kind of things. I'm actually, it's, I actually have energy to go work out in the morning. Mm. So my typical morning routine is get my son ready for school, mm -hmm. go drop him off around 7.30, love you, have a good day, and then I head to the gym, and I'm still fasting. I might have some coffee with a splash of heavy cream prior to, mm -hmm. but it doesn't change mm -hmm. for me the effects of fasting. So then I'm working out fasting. It's helping even more. Mm -hmm. And every workout I do, for some reason, I'm not hungry after. Mm -hmm. So it helps to extend my fast even longer. Um, and I typically have a meal like one o'clock and then dinner's like 5.30. So it's a good fasting window. So when did you realize, now I could, I could imagine that this is pretty early on into carnivore. What, when did you realize that carnivore could be a lifestyle for you? you, do, you do you feel um, you're restricted in what type of food or what what do you feel now and uh, when did you realize that carnivore is the lifestyle yeah good question so oh there's so many things going through my head i have mm -hmm. to try and compile them properly so i realized that then once i saw the ketones go back up i noticed it when my brain had more clarity mm -hmm. i noticed it with the energy and i said okay i'm i'm gonna stick to this this was back in may of this year by the way it was like around cinco de mayo day mm -hmm. so i told myself i'm going to stick to it for three months at least and then see what happens i mean it's that's what you have to do any lifestyle change you have to make a commitment of a certain amount of days mm -hmm. there may have been a day or two there that i had like 100 dark chocolate just a little bit you know it's just it's better than diving into a cupcake or a donut mm -hmm. that's kind of my mentality and then in july On a vacation I went on, I knew I wasn't going to be able to stay strict carnivore because we were staying with some family. So I don't want to eat all their meat. <laughs> I did the best I could, but I did have some broccoli. I did have some, I stayed keto at least. And I noticed the change going backwards mm. of being a bit more tired, not sleeping as well for me. Um, and, and the ketones were dropping back down. So I was like, okay. I guess I'll go back carnivore. And when I did this time, it was even like more of an explosion, more fireworks of wow. just, joy, it, it's just joy in life. And it doesn't feel restricted. I know you asked that too, because it depends on the person's mindset. Mm -hmm. 
Do you see freedom as being able to do whatever you want? Mm -hmm. Or do you see freedom where there's not many like outside restrictions on you? For me, my freedom is I'm not glued to the food I eat. I don't have to be preparing meals all the time. I don't have to look for fancy recipes online. It's just, hey, steak today, pork belly, chicken, what do you want to do? Throw some salt and pepper on it. Mm -hmm. Maybe some other herbs if you want. It's up to you and what works for you. Um, And that's it. Like scramble some eggs and boom, you know, it's Mm -hmm. I can go out and live life and do what I need to do. And I don't have to worry Mm -hmm. about what am I making tonight? Because it's. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. I do know some people do feel restricted with that. They don't want the same thing all the time, but there are ways to change it up. There are some creative carnivores out there that have recipes, um, like a carnivore bread I tried once Mm -hmm. that had pork rinds, eggs, and ground Mm -hmm. beef, I think. Mm -hmm. And it had a bread texture. And then there's the egg white bread. You know, Mm -hmm. I do make that sometimes. Maria Emmerich's PSMF bread. Yeah, you got it right. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah i always mix them up sometimes i'm like protein sparing yeah yeah and i make that in the air fryer now and it mm. comes out amazing really so yeah air fryer it's, uh, okay in the I air fryer you have depending what kind you have you have mm. to put a parchment paper underneath mm. so it's obviously not soaking through um yeah i have some pictures on my instagram of when i made it last time oh yeah apparently air fryer could do anything um it really can <laughs> It's like the new Instant Pot. When Instant Pot came out, oh, right, everybody... Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's great. Came. It's great. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel it restricted. I, I, I look at the sides of the point of view of mm-hmm. what I can do now. Yeah. And when I focus on that, it yeah. brings such joy to me. No, I get it. You, you don't feel restricted because you're... It's, it's about you know your mental health your mindset your your ability to do other things and um plus you're you're on a lifestyle that is very sustainable that you love yeah. and you enjoy that's the most important thing there um if you know what you know now if you can go back obviously you know knowing about a lifestyle would you had changed your lifestyle then Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. And I, and piggyba- piggybacking off that question, mm-hmm. like I said, I have a son. He's five years old now. Mm-hmm. He eats the way we eat. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put him in a position where he has to try and train himself, you know, where he might get insulin resistance, yeah. diabetes. I mean, it's so prevalent in children these days and it's mm-hmm. so sad. And I don't want him to have to go through that. Mm-hmm. I do let him choose some days like you know, um, where were we the other day? Oh, yesterday at a friend's house, he had some corn tortilla chips. Mm -hmm. Is it the best for him? No, but he rarely has stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So his meals are typically very protein packed, Mm -hmm. whatever we're eating, he's eating. And then we'll have some veggies on the side for him if he even wants it, which most Mm -hmm. of the time he doesn't want it. And that's okay. Because he's getting all the nutrients from the different cuts of meats and fish. We do do fish too. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and he's striving, he is on the spectrum as well. He's on the autism spectrum, a high functioning. So I know eliminating all the grains and the processed foods is very beneficial for him. So yeah, if I could have done it when I was younger, I would have, um, if I knew about it and that's why we implement it with my son too. Yeah, absolutely. And you're now coaching other women do the same Mm -hmm. and I'd like to ask you this. With this condition, do you think it depends on severity or can this lifestyle be the end all, be all end all for it? Yeah, I, I, be, I don't believe there's a one type for all. Mm-hmm. I do believe certain foods everybody can do without mm-hmm. and that's grains and processed foods. No one needs those. Yeah. That's, that comes from desire. That comes from, I'm really craving, you know, a, a yeah. whatever mm-hmm. out there. It's, you know, my spaghetti or my pasta. No one needs, there's no nutrients that you get from there that you can't get from vegetables, fruits, meats, mm-hmm. healthy fats. Oh, and also vegetable oils. No one needs those either. No one needs canola, mm-hmm. any of those. All of those, I think, do more harm than good. That being said, 
um, I do coach women on all sorts of the spectrum. I have one woman I, I've been helping out who is very metabolically healthy. She's been working out her whole life and, uh, she can have more, she can tolerate more carbs. She's very metabolically flexible of if she has like higher carb veggies, Mm -hmm. she'll be fine. If she does lower carb, you know, so I don't restrict it as much for her, but the women who have insulin resistance, um, or have any signs of that, Mm -hmm. even I do think keto is a better approach. Mm -hmm. Um, to at least start with, there are some women I have heard of who it didn't work for them, even if they were doing it properly and they did need to bring in those carby vegetables and that's fine. Mm -hmm. My goal as a coach is to find what works for my specific client, guiding them through it, encouraging them, motivating them. Um, I was actually just texting somebody a little earlier to be like, Hey, just checking up. How are you doing? Mm -hmm. And, you know, she shared a little bit of the struggle. Okay, let's work on it this way. If I am coaching someone that keto does not work for them, we start analyzing why. What is it? Are there processed keto foods? Are there, um, is, have you gotten your hormones tested, your insulin tested, you know, all those thyroid? I can't order those things, but at least directing them to speak to their um, medical provider, mm-hmm. what kind of tests they could ask mm-hmm. for in case their medical provider is looking yeah. past that aspect. What's the first thing that you had, you always have to educate them on? What's the first thing that they're always uh, surprised with when it comes to carbs? Yeah. If I have someone who is just interested in keto and hasn't tried it before, mm. most of the time it has to be what is a carb? Mm. What is a protein? What is a fat? Mm. What foods have what? Nutrition, just basic foundational nutrition is a big part of Mm. helping of what I have to explain Mm. to them. Mm. So, you know, some people say, does uh, spaghetti squash have a lot of carbs and you know, it's, or Mm. can I have potatoes? Mm. You know, it's things like that. They, a lot of people don't have Mm. that understanding of what macronutrients are in what foods. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying they have to know it to a point. Mm -hmm. You don't need to know 12 grams of fat and a tablespoon of, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, that's fine. But just to have a general idea. So that's one of the big ones. The other one is a lot of people don't realize the negative effects of vegetable oils Mm -hmm. and how much inflammation that can actually cause and where it is. So for them to have to read ingredients, they'll see packages of jerky or something that they're like, Oh, jerky's healthy. Mm -hmm. You look on the back and there's soybean oil, Mm -hmm. which is horrible for your hormones or canola oil or anything like that. So those are probably the top two Mm -hmm. that I have to help people with. Um, most, and then just guiding them with their macros, yeah. what is good for you. Yeah. Um, I do customize the macros according to their goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's weight loss, weight gain, whatever it is, because there are people that need to gain weight. So, Do you get a lot of clients that uh, have problems with insulin resistance too? You know, I haven't gotten a lot yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only reason I say that is because they haven't gotten it tested. Mm. So I can't make them like mm-hmm. go to your doctor and yeah. get it tested. I yeah. suggest it to them, but I do see signs in them mm. that show that's a possibility mm. because it is, I believe it's over 80% of America that mm. has some sort of insulin resistance mm. or metabolic disorder. So I wouldn't doubt. And I don't know why doctors mm. don't yeah. check that. Yeah. And the first thing that I think that becomes a problem is, them not understanding what insulin resistance means and what causes that. They just think, right. oh, um, sugar causes it. Not knowing your body doesn't really care if it's sugar or carbs. I'll, I'll turn both into glucose, right? So Sugar, carbs, yeah. uh, glucose, or fructose. Yeah. Fruit is supposed to be healthy, yeah. right, Loren? <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> It's, it can be for some people, yeah. but for someone with insulin resistance, it is not. Yeah. And, and I liken it to this. People say, well, fruit is healthy, Jen. Why don't you eat fruit? And I say, well, peanut butter can be healthy, but if someone's allergic to peanuts, is it mm. good for them? Yeah. It's not. Mm-hmm. So you have to tailor it to the individual person. Mm-hmm. And if I'm suffering from some sort of allergy, which in a sense, mm-hmm. you could almost say insulin resistance is an allergy. It's an allergy mm-hmm. to high carb foods. Mm-hmm. Your body... Your, your pancreas is not 
react improperly to the amount of glucose mm. your body is converting. So it becomes this battle back and forth. Insulin gets higher, mm. but there's not that much glucose. And, and it's it's just a horrible mess. So I'm like, just give my pancreas a break. <laughs> yeah, and I'm glad you're doing this and giving more education, giving more light on what it really takes. Because I, I have a lot of friends that, you know, would be diagnosed with insulin resistance, uh, fatty liver, fatty liver type 2 diabetes that would go on diets because they were told okay you have to change your lifestyle but that's that's it that's what their doctors said and what does that mean for for us it could mean different things for different individuals right if if healthy means for me is broccoli and dry dry chicken then i would be on that for two days and and be back on my old habits because it's not sustainable. It's yeah. to me knowing what healthy is really and what is causing you that insulin resistance, type 2 diabetes, and knowing and diving in deeper because your doctor will just tell you to change your lifestyle, but he wouldn't go into details about it. He wouldn't go into, um, you know what? do this or do that i only have 10 minutes with you just change your lifestyle (laughs) you know um and actually one of my goals is there are a couple doctors i know local here who use ketogenic for mm. their patients so my goal is to be that resource for that doctor since he only has that 10 minutes and has a ton of paperwork to Mm. fill out for each each uh, patient so once um I get myself a bit more settled. I, I am working on contacting those two doctors. One of the other resources is through um, the my church here. They help women learn their cycles, um, the biomarkers of them, you know, how to know when they're fertile and not, and how the different things they can measure can hint to them if there is a hormonal imbalance. And a lot of the women do find out through that, that they have PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, or which then that is caused by insulin resistance. So it's kind of an automatic known. So I will be a resource for them as well. Um, I do know how to help women chart. Mm -hmm. I've been trained as an instructor for that, for their cycles. So I have that background knowledge as well. So I do have some ways that I'm trying to help Mm -hmm. for those people, those doctors and practitioners that don't have the time. Well, I love that you're doing that because not a lot of doctors would be so open so open with um reaching out to anyone that knows more about you know a ketogenic diet or whatnot because again um it's just the it's just the nature of uh, mainstream medicine now I'd like to ask you this going back to coaching what have you found common with clients that were really successful in 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 this diet Um, is it really is an individualized Mm. approach. Mm. So for some people I've had clients, they're all in, they say, I want to change everything right away. Give me my macros. I'm going to start this now. It's, it's kind of like saying moderator versus abstainer. Mm. Which one are you? So I've had clients in that aspect. I've had clients that need a step-by-step approach. It's very difficult for them to let go of what they've been eating Mm. because they're so addicted. The brain is just, lit up with the the addiction aspect so i do approach the clients and i ask them which do you feel would work best for you Mm. do you want to just jump right in because i'll tell Mm. you what kind of things to make sure to avoid and such or do you want to take a step-by-step approach like this week we are focusing on getting rid of vegetable oils Mm -hmm. anything in my house with vegetable oils next week we'll focus on grains Mm. next you know and we take a step-by-step approach Mm. all in the midst of hiring the fat Mm. macros as well to make sure they're staying satiated and the protein so those are my two main ones i've had to use there's not really many others yet one of those two usually work now do you get into now when somebody asks you oh i want to go cold cold turkey with this i just want to start you get into uh, letting them know that this will have to be a long-term solution for you. This isn't a short-term 
five-day solution that um, and it has to be sustainable. Do you get yeah. into that about your clients? Because some people would be so excited, so motivated and, and just want to jump in, change their lifestyle completely from, from having 200 carbs today to zero carbs the next day. How, how do you get, get to talking about that with your clients? That's a good point. Um, I do let them know they're not going to see much mm -hmm. change in the first five to six weeks even. Mm -hmm. There might be some, and I let them know that's going to be water weight. Mm -hmm. uh, I do tell them to see the best effects. You have to stick to this mm -hmm. for at least three months, mm -hmm. at least. And I, I don't mean like three months, then you have to give up, but mm -hmm. do not give up before three months. I want to be your helper, your guide, your cheerleader the whole way. When you feel like giving up, I'm going to help you stick to it. I have had clients that are saying, you know what? I don't think I'm ready to do this. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like I get it. It's, it's, it's not easy to change a way you've been it's living not. for, for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. You know, I've mm -hmm. had some women that were menopausal, mm -hmm. um, struggling with hormone issues mm -hmm. because of hysterectomies and so forth. And it gets very complicated once that part of the woman's life approaches. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it, it was too hard for her. And I said, okay, well, when you're ready, come back. Cause you have, it's not just willpower. It's, mm -hmm. you have to train it up here mm -hmm. and you have to learn to meal prep and, and yeah. all kinds of stuff to make sure you're getting rid of all temptations. So some women, I think there's more, I don't want to say trauma, mm -hmm. but there's something from the past they have mm -hmm. to work on yep. that's making them go to those foods. Yeah. We try to work on those things, but some women, it's just too deep for what a health coach can be yeah. or can do for them. Um, it's more like a counseling yeah. session kind of thing. So, yeah, I think that's that's the main one. That's the main Yeah, one. I think it's more on just also the mindset. Yeah. And more, more so just the, the food or, or choices because your choices reflects what you are and and what you are right now and that's what got you here in the first place and yeah. i think just going back to just figuring out what's wrong or why are you binging at the middle of yeah. the night or what what's yeah. going through your mind and i think it's just key to just a because we want a sustainable lifestyle we don't want right. a five day and just go back to the old habits because you couldn't sustain that diet right it's gotta be a lifestyle it's gotta be uh you gotta have that mindset of enough was enough this what my lifestyle isn't getting me to where i want to be and now i want to change and and be the best version of myself and now like you said the first five days in carnivore that's the time where you knew it was a lifestyle for you and yeah. to me, I think as soon as they see the benefits, as soon as they see the good thing that's happening, because right, like you said, right when you went on vacation, you knew when you had uh, a few carbs, you knew that you have to go back to carnivore because of the feeling that carnivore has given you. You didn't know that until... You got reminded of it, right? When you go back right. to the old habits. And I don't feel, you know, people keep asking me if I'll eat this way the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I know what I need to do right now. Mm -hmm. And that's to stay carnivore. Um, the only reason I would want to introduce fruits or vegetables or anything else is if, like, just to have the flexibility, like, mm -hmm. on vacation mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Or if I'm at someone's house, I'm not going to eat all of their meat, mm -hmm. you know, if they're inviting me over for dinner. Yeah. That's the only time. And that's okay. I mean, I don't go over people's houses that often anyway. Yeah. But that's okay to have, like, a one or two day mm -hmm. that you have vegetables mm -hmm. or whatever. It's It doesn't yeah. negate you from the carnivore title. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and sometimes that's that becomes your, your reminder. Okay, that's why I'm on carnivore okay that's why I'm yeah on keto. No, exactly it's it's still i i know this i will always be animal based mm. i know that the change that i have felt is so dramatic mm. um but one thing i wanted to say you were you were commenting about the mood about the mindset and mm. such that's one of the things i do with the client is i have them do a food and mood journal mm. uh 
they have the choice depending on their lifestyle and their time, like at the end of the day or after each time they eat, write down very quickly. I don't make it get this very long procedure, but just write down how are you feeling? Is it a positive? Is it a negative? How is your mental clarity? How is your energy? Like, okay, the next morning when you wake up, did you have a restful sleep or was it kind of disturbed? Just so we can start correlating certain feelings with certain emotions. Why did you eat what you ate? Was there a purpose you ran and got the mm. chocolate? And I always say chocolate because that was my thing. Um, what were you feeling at that moment when you ate? Was it true hunger? Were you stressed? Were you anxious? You know, all those kind of things we work through. So we do try and get to the bottom of things like binge eating mm. um, and, and any unhealthy tendencies. Yeah, I could also speak on that because I would reach out to unhealthy foods when I'm stressed. For sure, yeah, yeah. for sure. And once I had that one, it, it becomes two. And next thing you know, you're just miserable. Yeah. And so, and that for me becomes another reminder. Okay, okay, that's why. Now that's where the journal comes in. This is why. That's yes. why. That's why I'm reaching out to this. And what should I do differently the next time? Should I go out, go for a walk? When I'm when I'm feeling that way, or should I, you know, do something else just to put my mind somewhere else? And I I really love that you do that with your clients because it's not just the food. It's not. It's 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 the mentality. It's your mindset. It's your, it's what you're going through emotionally right now is what causing that. Well, this has been a blast, Jen. Thank you so much, Coach, and uh, for coming in and sharing your journey. I'd like for my listeners to be able to find you. Where can they find you? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. It's been a privilege to be here. Um, yeah, so they can find me mostly on Instagram. It's at, it's, I try to make it easy, mm -hmm. at Coach Jen Winkler. Mm -hmm. That's it. Um, I am on Facebook, not as active, so you can find my page. I do have a Facebook group community and support that I just started. So it's brand new, fresh, sharing recipes, sharing podcasts that I find useful, such uh, things like that. So they can find me Facebook coach Jen Winkler. My Facebook group is cultivate health mm -hmm. with Jen. Mm -hmm. And then also on any of those pages, I have my, um, my calendar that you can click on for a free consultation. If you want to work with me, we do a free 30-minute discovery call and figure out if we work well with each mm -hmm. other. I don't take all clients. If I don't feel I can handle mm -hmm. your situation, I try and find another coach for you that I can suggest to you that may work better. Um, and I do not take offense if someone <laughs> is saying, you know what, you're not really the type for me. That's okay. I, I, my goal in life is to help health for everybody. It's mm -hmm. not to gain the money or anything like that. This isn't a very lucrative job. Mm -hmm. um, it's just to share what has helped me mm -hmm. and to be able to help others. So, yeah. I love what you're doing, Coach Jen. Everything will be linked in the description below so you guys can check that out. Before we end it, I'd like to do some fun Q&A to just to end this on a lighter note. Awesome. All right. So if you would go on a day trip, days on the road, what do you bring with you as a snack? Or do you bring a snack at all? What kind of snack do I bring? Yeah. Oh, by far jerky. Like I love making my jerky at home. I have mm -hmm. a dehydrator. So it would be jerky. And um, well, if I can have a cooler in there, <laughs> I'd probably bring some pork belly too. Nice. Yeah, jerky was the one. Nice. All right. And uh, list five must-have items in your grocery list. Oh, brisket mm. is the number one for me because brisket is so – it has – it's so filling. You get so much for such a little bit. Eggs, mm. lots and lots of eggs. Um, I would say pork belly is another one. Mm -hmm. I can't live with – I do love my ribeyes. That's like mm. my dessert. And <laughs> – um, I do like my cheese. So probably some Gouda or cheddar cheese. Nice. Yeah, those are my top five. I love that. Well, Coach Jen, thank you so much for being on and uh, sharing your journey. Um, I'm pretty sure everyone that's listening will be so impacted with what keto or carnivore has done to you and your life uh, to a sustainable lifestyle. And uh, 
I urge everyone listening to uh, go go check you out. Uh, everything will be linked down below, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you so much, Coach right, Jen. Thanks so much, Appreciate Florence. You. This episode is brought to you by Basic Keto Box. Basic Keto Box is a premium subscription box for keto dieters. It offers a wide variety of keto-friendly snacks delivered right to your door. Not only that, with your subscription box, you also get a 30-day meal plan that includes breakfast, lunch, and dinner, complete with macronutrients in every meal. We have an exclusive deal just for Ketones and Coffee podcast listeners. Receive an extra 20% off with your first month subscription. Head on over to basicketobox.ca to subscribe today. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to another great episode here on the Ketones and Coffee Podcast. And we've had such a pleasure of hosting yet another amazing guest here, guys. If you're eager to learn more about the secrets of succeeding on the ketogenic lifestyle, be sure to check out the show notes. As a special treat for our loyal listeners, I'm offering an exclusive opportunity for a free consultation call. Discover how you can achieve success on the ketogenic lifestyle by simply referring to the details provided in the show notes take advantage guys of this unique chance to enhance your journey to a healthier you and stay tuned for more captivating episodes and until next time guys keep embracing the power of ketones